listening to the digest this is matt on this week's double feature we're going to be talking a pair of found footage horror films we're going to be talking about noroi the curse 2005 japanese film as well as a 2022 release deadstream should be a fun one can't wait to get into it but before we do let me go ahead and introduce my co-host travis welcome to the show Hi, Matt. And Paris. Hello. Hey there. Hi there. Ho there. So my question uh, to you two before we dive into our double feature, seeing as how both of these movies uh, involve, you know, investigating ghosts, the paranormal and such, have either of you ever been to a supposed haunted place and tried to, you know either interact with ghosts or like visit a haunted house or even a graveyard, anything like that? Kinda. Like you've been to a cemetery once or like what? uh... No, um, (laughs) I went to Zach Bergen's haunted museum in Vegas, which is supposed to be full of like haunted shit. And you're supposed to get like the creepy crawlies. And I said supposed to a bunch because honestly it was about an hour and a half, maybe two hours of just like, standing in rooms on a fucking guided tour so we couldn't even move around mm-hmm. it was bullshit the scariest thing was like this big box which turns out fake like everything was fake and disproven like i'm not you know i'm not really into that stuff anyway but like it really was hokey and i was just like embarrassed to be there it was also 60 fucking dollars jesus per person per person that's vegas for you yeah (laughs) yeah it's like pretty famous because zach bergen's like the guy that does ghost hunters or whatever i don't fucking know it's a waste of time if anyone out there is thinking about going don't it's dumb real before travis goes real quick correction there um ghost hunters uh rules uh ghost adventures i believe is what you're thinking of and that show is dog shit I was thinking of all of them, if I'm being honest. No, 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 no. no. Ghost Hunters is legit. Everything on there is Is real and true. Legit. Like, real. Yes. Zach Bagans is, uh, he's Ghost Bro, known across the world as Ghost Bro. Um, And that show sucks. So, I just needed to, you know, fact check you real quick. Oh, wait. Is that the guy that, wasn't that that show you talked about a couple years ago, Matt? Where the guy went to all those different like haunted places. Is this the guy we're talking about? Mm. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, no, no. no. Like, you're thinking. Like... Wait, no. are you thinking of that show with David Ferrier, like Dark Tourist? Is that the one you're thinking yeah, of? I think that's no, no, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that guy. <laughs> no, Ghost Adventures. It's still on the air. It's been around for like 15 years or something. It's like a Travel Channel uh, mm. TV show. But yeah, he's the he's the ghost bro. Yeah, he's a hack. That guy's a hack. Ghost hunters though, huge. <laughs> um, Travis, what about you? Uh, I don't think I have. Not not a like purposefully. Is that something that like you have any interest in, or just never? No, no, no. <laughs> Do not care. <laughs> See, I don't, I don't believe in any of that stuff, but I love that kind of shit. Like, going to a cemetery at night, I've done that several times, probably, I don't know, four or five times. Um, and I haven't been to, like, an officially documented, like, haunted house, but where my aunt and uncle used to live, there was this old abandoned house that everybody called the Rat House, and there were, like, you know island rumors that like you know someone was killed there 50 years ago or whatever so we of course went there after a night of drinking yeah island rumors word gets round on lemmy island small community but yeah we went to the rat house and uh 
lots of i mean i was like 15 so i wasn't drunk but there were a lot of drunk people there and uh you know didn't what encounter a, any ghosts square, but where man it's pretty huge well, <laughs> yeah matt was fucking straight edge when he was younger fucking loser this is true yes <laughs> <laughs> but i got over that eventually squandered my high school years but don't we all um cool well that was the question i was kind of hoping that we'd have a couple uh ghost aficionados on on staff here but guess it's just me you know me better than that this is just me can we go ghost hunting you guys want to go ghost hunting my god no (laughs) there's a an old uh mental (laughs) hospital in uh cedro woolly that is apparently super super haunted love to check it out so the thing is i am not afraid of ghosts but i am afraid of the kind of people that would live or squat in a place like that like that's why i would never go to those kinds of places you know what i mean like i just don't want to interact with uh people in the dark well you would be on edge expecting like you know somebody lurking in the shadows with a knife and that's exactly when the ghosts get you so you would be p- perfect candidate for one of these uh, excursions hey not all ghosts have to be spooky or intimidating right yeah some ghosts are just like chill some right? are chill like, yeah didn't I, I told you about the one that i saw in my kitchen right when i moved yeah. into my apartment yes. when i was a kid that's what we call a residual haunt he was big chilling in my kitchen <laughs> have you guys i know we're like going off on this now but have you guys watched that newer show ghosts no it looks like dog shit no it's a cbs comedy not interested bud i don't know it's got some like good actors in it though i've been thinking about checking it out yeah not 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 me not for me the only cbs programming i watch is uh survivor and big Big Bang theory we know (laughs) right young sheldon actually (coughs) (laughs) um all right we done uh dilly dallying you guys ready to talk movies let's do it yeah okay all right. Well, we're going to start things off um, with Noroi the Curse. So uh, I knew I wanted to do found footage, um, but I kind of wanted to see some stuff I hadn't seen before. And Noroi was basically at the very top of the list. So this is one that's been on my radar for a very long time. It's kind of a cult, kind of a cult film. It doesn't have a huge like profile. As far as like, you know, mainstream international audience, but um, it's widely revered. People do quite like it. Um, So I definitely wanted to do it for the show. Uh, Plot synopsis real quick before we dig in. A documentary filmmaker explores seemingly unrelated paranormal incidents connected by the legend of an ancient demon called the Kagutaba. It's written and directed by Koji Shiraishi. Came out in the year of our Lord, 2005. And um, I'm just going to be transparent up front. I thought this movie kind of sucked, if I'm being honest. Uh, What? Pretty disappointed. Was not expecting that. (laughs) I am shocked. Pretty disappointed. Um, (laughs) I was like hoping like man i love japanese horror like maybe this could be huge and i found it so dry and boring and there were like there's one literally one memorable image for me anyway in the whole movie i was just waiting for something to happen and is it the fetus scene yeah well with the the woman at like the altar or whatever in the woods you mean the little girl well, at, at, at the the climax, kinda, so to speak, right? Yeah. Okay. Basically covered in babies. Yeah, that's cool. Pretty cool. Little fetus ghost. <laughs> that's Cute. about uh, that's about it. Honestly, uh, <laughs> I just I thought the pacing was incredibly slow. Like I get what it's going for as far as like you know, it's definitely committed to its structure as far as like the VHS like you know, documentarian, like, piecing together these disparate, like, video footage to make a cohesive, you know, documentary. But I don't know. I just even... The stuff that was, like, 
maybe impactful in the moment was kind of ruined for me because it would just immediately like cut to black and then it would like repeat the same scene in slow motion and like zoom in on images and stuff. And I just found it to be very hokey and not effective for me. So uh, I'll start there. Pretty disappointed. Pretty, pretty, pretty disappointed. Who's next? Paris. Yeah. Um, I'll go because I guess I'm, I'm, sh- I'm sh- frankly, I'm shocked. Because I loved this movie. I thought you and me were going to be, you know, us against the world. I feel betrayed, if I'm being totally honest. (laughs) I, this, okay, one thing I will say, it is long. The movie is too long. It is a little over two hours. That is too long. It does not need to be that long. But the buildup from the I also went in not expecting to like this and just like the slow building and it just gets more and more horrific and like these horrible images and things that happen and and then and then just like really this tension building building is also intercut with these like slower scenes that I think build the tension even more because you're just waiting for something to happen I don't know and then the ending the final tape fucking crazy amazing i didn't think it was that crazy like when that (laughs) happened i was like is that it like that's (laughs) like i didn't dislike it like you're joking me no not the guy who loves starry eyes i can that movie is a masterpiece (laughs) and uh Um, we'll always come back to Star. <laughs> you guys are never gonna let me we'll never not bring that up <laughs> love star ass no i just i don't know like i look at all the like the reviews on letterboxd of like all the dorks saying like a master class in tension <laughs> building and i'm like what tension guys like seriously like <laughs> i you, you know this is the kind of movie that i should love and i i i guess i just really you don't should've. i don't Honestly, get where the disconnect you in a bad is mood? no not at all I was hyped for it. Like, I picked this movie because I was hyped to yeah, watch it. Yeah, but I'm not saying were you hyped to watch it. I'm saying were you, like, hungry or, like, <laughs> grumpy? <laughs> no. Or one of the other seven dwarves? No, no. Uh, perhaps uh, sleepy. But the, that was the movie's doing, not my well-being. <gasps> no. <laughs> I just, yeah. Well, okay. So that's two ends of the spectrum. Travis, Let's let's see. Where did you end up on this one? <clears throat> well, I was going to come in saying that, you know, this was more on me than the film, but after uh, Matt's spiel, I think it's the film, not me. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Uh, Did but you I, Okay, hold on. Sorry. I, I will say that I there's a couple things that hold me back from liking it. Um, I know it's found footage. I'm not the biggest fan of found footage. I do like some of them, but for the most part, I think it's like mostly a gimmick and not much more than that and i don't know the found footage genre is just not very cinematic and that's what i'm looking for in my cinema especially these days but uh i thought the movie looked like crap and i know it's found footage and it's supposed to look like that but like the editing choices the style like the this may not even be the movie's fault but like the subtitles over the subtitles really hard to read um also, I found out recently that Shutter only streams in 720p. Also, doesn't help the movie. Um, Oof, really? Yes. <laughs> I did not know that. Like across the board. Like I know some of it is 720p, but that's what I've heard. Is so that... I actually didn't watch this like streaming from my phone on Shutter. I watched it on Amazon Prime. They have like a Shutter free trial, so I watched both of these on prime and i wonder if that made a difference mm, maybe. wait when we watch it on shutter do you watch it on your phone no. yeah i mean what does why don't you what? watch it on the tv through the app does the tv have a shutter app if you mm-hmm. have should. well if you have a roku tv it should do you have a roku TV? i don't No, i have a smart tv but it's not roku and we use the ps5 to watch like all of our stuff there should be a ps5 shutter app no there's not there's an xbox one yeah there's an xbox one but there's not a playstation yeah i usually just stream it from my phone which i fucking hate 
Oh yeah, because that adds an, an additional element of like pixelation and crappiness. Also, it like doesn't have great controls, so sometimes like if I need to pause it, that's just kind of like okay, well, got got to remember where we are because it might not be there. So I would highly recommend getting like um, um, like a Roku stick. One just you know so that you can like if you want to watch you know stuff from shutter that we do for the show you can watch it on your tv but that shit is also super clutch for like traveling and stuff because it has all of your accounts preloaded onto it so you literally can just plug it into like a hotel tv or you know stay in an airbnb or whatever does it work well with a hotel tv like have you done that before yeah yeah, it's honestly being able to cast to a tv this past summer i was like i can't go back it's I can't dog go shit. back to watching diners, drive-ins, and dives whenever I go to a fucking hotel. I mean, that's kind of what hotels are for, but I, I, I agree. Yes, you can. It makes it way better. The only thing logistically is that the, the cables are not super long. So if the hotel TV is situated like far away from an outlet, like Haley and I did run into situations where like the cable just wouldn't reach the power outlet kind of thing. But other than that, no, it works great. And okay. you can get I an HD also... for like 40 bucks, like 20 bucks on sale, but they're like 40 bucks okay. brand new. I might buy that like Black Friday time because honestly, yeah, yeah. I used to have a Roku. It's great. And also I found out recently Roku is the only one that has early Great British Bake Off seasons. Seasons. Jesus. Oh, yeah. You were telling me about that. Yeah. And I also, watch it on my phone right now, but could watch it. If on you want to watch the new Weird Al Yankovic movie, Weird, starring Daniel Ratcliffe, you can only see that on the Roku channel. Mm hmm. I is saw free, that. Right? What the fuck is that? It's With huge. ads. No other option. Oh, barf. <laughs> huge. Is it huge not release, guys. <laughs> no. Uh, maybe, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Maybe select theaters, but I don't, yeah, I don't think so. It's like a Roku original film. Oh, my God. Yeah, Roku's getting into the game. Maybe bye bye so Netflix. So no one's going to watch that. No, All they're right. taking, they're uh, taking over. Uh, yeah. Back to Nor- Noroi? Uh, I believe it's Noroi. Neroy. All right. So I have be- no, I have no clue. Dude. Beyond <laughs> me not being a fan of the aesthetic, I also feel very similar to Matt. Like I couldn't really get into it. I thought it was kind of silly, kind of boring, and just like I don't know, just way too like plotting and involved. Like I think like a trimmed down version of this might have been a little better, but even then, any of the like spooky or like you know reveals were did nothing for me and that's just part like my problem because it's hard for me to surrender myself to movies and then found footage stuff like i don't know it's just it's just a little hokey and gimmicky where i just i i don't think it's real i just think it's like a cheaper way to make a movie and (laughs) it just comes out corny for me I mean, that's, that's what a lot of the genre is, but for me, like, I have the opposite problem where it does kind of allow me to, like, immerse myself and kind of surrender myself to the narrative more easily just because of the way it's presented. Like, not because I think, like, ooh, this is real, but just, I, I like, I, I like what it does as far as, I'm like, trying a to grounding think of perspective. effective found footage movies. I do like the first Paranormal Activity, maybe even, like, the first couple Three is the best one, for the record. Yeah, I remember at least liking the first three, but I haven't like revisited them in a long time. I do love Wreck, Mm -hmm. but beyond that, like Blair Witch. mm, No, not a fan of Blair Witch. Do need to rewatch it though. I need to give it a second chance. Didn't watch it in the '90s. I watched it like I don't know five, ten years ago by myself at home, and it did nothing for me. Oh man, that's arguably the scariest movie. I mean, it basically created the genre, but I could see why, like, from a modern lens, you would find it kind of boring. Well, so that's a good jumping off point, because part of the reason why I picked Noroi is it's like an earlier example of found footage. So, like, obviously Blair Witch Project is kind of what popularized it and kind of blew it up into the mainstream. But 2005 was still before, like... The Paranormal Activity movies are the big one. Uh, Wreck was 2007. Um, Diary of the Dead, like even Romero got into the found footage game. So it was like 
the late 2000s, early 2010s are like very much found footage horror specifically was like a, a big thing and it was very profitable. So part of the reason why I wanted to pair this movie with Deadstream is to kind of juxtapose like an earlier found footage example versus something that is like very modern, both, you know, in the fact that it's a brand new movie and like its approach to found footage. Um, but I was like going into this movie, you know, open-minded and, you know, I was going to allow it to be, you know, like maybe a bit dated. Like I went into it with that expectation, like, okay, may this might feel a little dated, but even with that lens, like I just, I don't know. Like I had a really hard time getting invested in the mystery aspect of it. And the reason why I was there was for like the spooky stuff and the spooky stuff just didn't do anything for me. Maybe it was because I was disengaged from the narrative. So I just wasn't primed for, uh, you know, the moments that are supposed to be scary, but they're so few and far between. Like, I can only point to a handful of scenes that I think were played to be suspenseful and none of them were suspenseful for me. So I was just like, I don't know. Travis, I agree that like, as far as it not being very cinematic, like the thing about that is that like, I, 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 I agree with you that that can be a hindrance with the genre, but like, found footage movies can look good. So when I'm watching Norway and I'm like looking for points to give out, like I'm not going to give out points for like, well, it was a dog shit movie, but it looked good because it didn't look good. You know, you're telling me (laughs) that the, the intercuts of like the variety shows and like the different interviews. (laughs) (laughs) I have, my mouth is a gape right now. Like how many title cards did we get to? (laughs) I love that time. I loved all of it. I loved the style of this movie, and I'm truly so not understanding what you guys didn't like. Where the disconnect is? I'll tell you my favorite part. It's kind of throwaway, but uh, it's towards the end of the movie when he adopts that little boy, and it goes to a close up on the boy, and it's like, "Do you remember anything about living with that woman?" And the boy's eyes just dart left to right. <laughs> that could be a good gif or me. <laughs> yeah, but it uh, beyond that, not much, not many redeeming qualities. You guys really don't think like when the little girl is saying, I guess it's too late for all of us. That's so spooky. No. The pigeons <laughs> flying into the window. Nothing. Yeah. Oh my that god. That scared the shit out of me. What? Oh my god. When the when pigeon she thing. Fall, when she. Yeah. When she falls over and the pigeon just slam into the window and they're all fucking dead outside. Dude, it got me. No, I was like fucking cut literal pigeons. Like why is this or like scary? When the guy, like... when the guy is on his balcony and he grabs one of the pigeons and he looks like he's gonna eat it. Ooh, I got so spooked. Oh man. This one had your hook, me. line, and sinker. Paris. I'm glad it worked for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think it works me, for most people. <laughs> you're telling me that the part at the end. So I also am I'm a little surprised you guys don't like this because it reminded me a lot of I saw the or not I saw the devil. Sorry, the wailing. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. I, I did feel yeah, a little like bit like story that. structure and like the mystery and the ending and even like the dogs in this made me like take a second look at like how the Japanese man in the whaling has a dog. And like, I wonder if that's a cultural thing or like some kind of fable that like sorcerer people use dogs. Like it wasn't this because he had a dog and that was such a strong point in that movie, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will watch the whaling 20 more times before I watch this again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I agree that there, it's cool that there were like, parallels there as far as like the the narrative both in like the narrative structure and that it's like building up a narrative and these seemingly disparate parts that like by the end of the film come together to make sense but the wailing is just so much more i mean as travis would say cinematic and there is an emotional through line through it and there's humor and all of that stuff was lacking 
in this movie. And I just, I don't know. I don't know. Like, like I said I... earlier, there, the few times where I did get kind of spooked were kind of ruined by it immediately, like replaying the same scene in slow-mo and zooming in on the part you're supposed to be spooked by. It's like, yeah, okay, I saw I it the loved first time. The freeze frame and zoom in. That's a classic, a classic kind of like cheesy TV thing. And I thought it was so like tongue in cheek how they're like building it up because it totally seemed like one of those ghost hunter shows where they're like really trying to like, okay, now we recorded this and we analyze it and you hear this. Isn't that crazy? Like I loved that it felt like a little bit of a satire, a little bit tongue in cheek while also being scary and interesting. And I want to talk to you guys about the end, but now I feel like you, will you even want to talk about it? Well, I mean, certainly whatever you have to say about the end, like I'm, down to like engage and talk about it but it was cool but it didn't really like blow me away or anything like i would call it the highlight of the film and it did mostly nothing for me you know like <laughs> it was cool but that i don't know i i i'm what, what was it about the ending that you uh um specifically wanted to to to, to talk about here yeah, I guess I just wanted to talk about how, like, it's left a little open-ended. Like, there could be a couple different interpretations of, like, what happened and what has been happening. So I was wondering what you guys, like, what y'all's interpretations of it were. Um, I mean, the kid was, I mean, that the ba- it was basically supposed to be a reveal that, like, the kid was not not in on it, but, like, he was the um demonic force the whole time like the corrupting force from the very beginning right i mean that's about all i got out of that was that it was like like a twist that like the kid was (laughs) was the one who was the possessed by kaganabi or whatever it's called if you're talking paris you're muted I wasn't talking. I was letting you talk. Oh, oh, well, sheesh! I, well, I was like <laughs> leaving an talking, opening for talking. you to talk, <laughs> and you didn't talk. So then I kept talking. I asked what you and Travis thought about. It. I was waiting for Travis. Oh to talk. yes, Travis. <laughs> no, no, no extra thoughts on the ending. Like Matt said, no thoughts, my... just vibes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, barely, barely vibing, but um. No thoughts. I mean, I, I will. Thought, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I am talking <laughs> now. <laughs> I was just going to add, like, the one thing I would add that I didn't say before is that, like, I did think it was kind of silly that, like, right before that scene, like, it, I get that it's part of the form and the structure that it's going for, but the fact that the, the, the movie ends, like, before we get the tape or whatever, and they say, you know, he Kobayashi was missing and never seen again, and blah blah blah. All, these, all the this so and so was found dead in a thing, and it was just like, oh, okay. So all of the people involved with the film were dead. Ooh, you know, it, it just it played like kind of corny to me. And then you get that scene at the end, which sheds light on like what actually happened. But I was like, I, I don't know. Strong disagree. Like how. Um, Harai comes back and then when you see him dead in like the newspaper article or whatever he's like shoved into a metal container just like he was in his like foiled covered box at home because they they took him away from his like protection oh thought that was so powerful very powerful anyway um my, I, yeah, my th- oh real quick okay. my thought on the ending was uh sure. I was I was stoked when the credits started to roll and then I quickly realized you had that to watch more. <laughs> I had to watch ten more minutes of <laughs> the old bait and switch. Huh? And uh, the, wow. the real quick, another thought earlier in the movie, the Haroi guy or whatever, the the psychic. Yeah, I thought it was pretty funny when they were like first meeting him and talking about him, <laughs> and they're referring to him as the psycho <laughs> instead of the psychic. <laughs> it was pretty good. Talk okay, <laughs> we're done talking, Paris. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, 
I don't know. I just felt like the reveal of when it turns out that this boy is not a victim at all, but potentially and probably a, a manifestation of friggin' Kagutaba in human form, and he's the one that's been behind it all, and he's just been, like, the woman is just a vessel, and he's not a victim. Like, I don't know, that was fucking crazy. Totally unexpected to me. Totally got me. Like, what a twist. M. Night who. Love it. <laughs> Let's see, so I love that. I think that's awesome. And I think that that moment and that scene is meant to, like, pull the rug out from under you but like i wasn't standing on the fucking rug anymore i left an hour ago you know what i mean <laughs> so like God. when they pulled the rug i was like bro like i i'm like i don't care like <laughs> so i think i that's I, such a bummer i love that that you that you liked it so much and i i'm bummed that it didn't work for me because this is like yeah, man, a I'm movie I've been wanting you. to see forever <laughs> like i just for the longest time i just didn't know how to watch this movie like it's it's been on my radar for like seriously like 15 years probably at this point and i just never well, knew how to watch it and then i saw it was on shutter i was like hell yeah i gotta watch it on amazon it said it was only on there from 2017 and i was wondering since it was a 2005 movie i was wondering if that's when it got english subtitles or that's when it got wide release or something or i don't know i have no idea matt it's funny that it's been on your list for so long because I had literally never even heard of this until you mentioned it for the pod. <laughs> really? <laughs> mm-hmm. And I like to pride myself on thinking I know of most movie titles, but uh, this one escaped me. That's, you know, you you are better at that kind of stuff than me as far as just like pulling actors and directors and titles and stuff but to be fair oh, I, it's, this I one's not really that. in your wheelhouse yeah i proved that the last time we played cinephile <laughs> barf <laughs> no you i was trying to have fun oh you i were heard about that <laughs> <laughs> i have been dying to play that game for years and then here travis comes like come on the going Lars for the, the most obscure pick oh my god um yes but you are you are better at that kind of recall than i am but yeah i mean to be fair it's like you know it is a relatively niche film like i don't i probably read some list like 15 years ago when i was in high school like best found footage movies or something because i used to especially love found footage stuff when i was in high school like peak paranormal activity time i was trying to watch as much found footage stuff as i could yeah, you're you're a little bit more of a whorehound than I am, so that makes sense. Mm. Okay, do we have any other thoughts on Noroi the Curse before we move on to uh, Deadstream? I'll take that as a no. All right, well let's give uh, let's give star ratings. Um, uh, I am gonna go with two stars, two stars out of five. I will also go two stars <laughs> Hell yeah. for this one. Unacceptable. I'm rioting. <laughs> <laughs> well, what uh, what are you giving this one, Paris? 4.5, dude. 4.5. The coveted 4.5. As you said, it's the, the hardest rating to earn because it means it's a really good film, but... You scrutinized it more heavily than like a five-star yeah, trash I would also movie. say like that's true. 100% that's true. Also, I would say this did have flaws. Like, not saying it was a perfect movie by any means. It was too long. There are parts that drag, but I just liked it a lot. I also felt like I had to like only be positive because you guys were shitting on it so hard that I was like, well, somebody's yeah. got to be in its corner. <laughs> that's how this show usually goes <laughs> well, usually someone has to be on the offensive or the defensive <laughs> and then you come across maybe more strongly in one direction than you actually feel but that's the beauty of podcasting and this podcast in general all right that's Noroy the curse uh let's go ahead and take a quick break uh we will be right back all right, we are back. Moving into part two of our double feature. We're going to be talking about Deadstream. This is a Shudder original film. Came out this year. 
Plot synopsis. A disgraced internet personality attempts to win back his followers by live streaming one night alone in a haunted house. But when he accidentally pisses off a vengeful spirit, his big comeback event becomes a real-time fight for his life. What did you guys think of Deadstream? Travis, you can go ahead and take it away. Yes, I volunteered to go first on this one. And I also did not like this one very much. Uh, I will say, though, the first five minutes, I was in. I was, like, cracking up (laughs) when (laughs) the part when he has the T-shirt up like as a title card on the screen and pulls it away that was so I, funny dude, i lost it. i was like this movie's gonna be amazing and i was in like the first half or so but then once like the the girl gets introduced and goes away and the supernatural elements start getting introduced i was g- getting out of it like you know m- more and more as the movie went on I feel like it just kind of like its gimmick wore out pretty quick once the like shit hit the fan. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Well, Paris, do you want me to go or would you like to go from there? I can go. Um, Before I get into it, though, I would like to say, um, I don't know if either of you guys went to the website that was linked on it, but I did. And they are selling those shirts. That he used oh, as the title yeah. card. So, <laughs> not saying we should all get them, but we definitely should. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This one was interesting for me, if I'm being totally honest. I went in not knowing what to expect. I started watching and I was like, do I like this? Do I hate this? Like, I don't know quite what it's going for. It also felt very clean which I think kind of took away from some of the found footage. I don't know, like found footage always has a little bit of that raw edge and it felt too clean to like, it took me out of it a little bit. Travis might call that more cinematic, but I don't know. It was, it was, it just didn't sit right with me. And then I got halfway through the movie and I really tuned out. Like I was on my phone. I was not trying to pay attention. I was like this fucking turd. Just going to get through it. And then I realized, and it's, and this got me back in, is it kind of has some strong evil dead vibes. Yes. Yes. Where it's really leaning into the fucking joke and it's, it's funny and it's campy. And I, and once that hit, once that realization came over me, I was like, okay, I'm back in, baby. And then the ending, I liked it. I hated it. I don't know. I I don't know how to feel about this. I actually have been wavering on my stars since I saw it. And I was hoping to get some insight after the conversation with y'all. Interesting. So moral of the story is uh, stay off your fucking phone when you're watching film. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Because if I'm you had home, just committed, would have been huge. I huge don't. I think me. the opposite. Because I think my phone is what made me think of it. At least she is honest. <laughs> and for the record, Paris, Deadstream is not very cinematic, in my opinion. It's not. Yeah, but it's committed to the bit. And mm-hmm. yeah, to your point about it not like seeming very found footagey, like that's just kind of where we are with cameras. Like you can get like a 4k mobile camera like pretty easily yeah and you can add some grain to it like i i I need a little bit of grit i just i just like like i've when i watch something on youtube it doesn't look that crisp that clean right what are you watching on youtube (laughs) because that's exactly like i'm not saying when someone's sitting in front of a freaking white light you know a freaking ring light like in all their background i'm saying like people are moving around like well, everyone's like, walking with a fucking camera world star videos you watching world star comps on youtube is that what you're talking about no i like to watch you know never mind anyway it's fine <laughs> he's a live streamer though he's not he's not like like i know like peep random people who record stuff and put it up on youtube you know with their jitterbug cameras and like I get that not looking good, but he's like a professional. 
like seemingly a big time nothing you're gonna say is gonna convince me that i didn't like it no no no, i'm not saying that that, i liked it yeah yeah yeah. no i mean not liking the aesthetic is fine i'm just more so pushing back on the like i think it lends itself perfectly to what the movie's going for and it's part of the reason why i was interested to watch it because like you know we've seen found footage movies that have dabbled in like webcam stuff like uh on unfriended and the den movies that like play with like you know skype as a format but this is the first time at least that i'm aware of that there's been like a like a youtuber like a live stream take there was on found footage that um what's his face from um the guy from stranger things spree yeah spree that's not all f- like webcam footage though is it not you're talking about the one with like isn't Dave Franco in that movie, or that's Nerve. Oh, Nerve, Nerve is what I'm. Yeah, you're thinking of Nerve. That's not what I was thinking of. Um, that's a totally different thing. No, I was I was talking about Spree, like Travis said. I haven't seen Spree. Is that is that good? No. My dad not, loved not it. My I was yeah, I was cooking and he was watching it, and I thought it seemed bad. No offense to my dad, but he, you know. It seemed like trash, but I think that was probably an earlier version of like the same thing. Oh, this Stranger Things guy. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Well, okay. So, but anyway, I was just more so just pushing back on like it looking the way it does. I thought it was really cool, like the use of like him on the move, installing cameras and like putting them on the live feed, and like. Obviously, it kind of stretches believability, but it does so like the fact that he says he can change the camera just by moving his arm is perfect because his arms are out of the shot most of the time. So you can just kind of like suspend your disbelief and because there are moments where the camera is like, you know, it's cutting perfectly and like the timing, you know, like he wouldn't be able to be that good with his hand, obviously. But the fact that they take the time to like address that you know and then you just you don't actually see him do it through the rest of the movie i thought was a nice touch like i think this movie is a a, a much for me anyway a much more successful like commitment to form as far as like its execution than Nora the curse is like obviously they're very different movies and they're going for very different like forms but maybe it's just because you know we're millennials who like grew up at the not grew up but like we were there at the apex and the onset of youtube and as all this live stream stuff has like blown up like we were there for it whereas like you know digital recording and like vhs camcorders and stuff was kind of more of a gen x thing than our generation you know that's what paris wants is the vhs footage (laughs) i do that's exactly right Yeah, Uh, I will say a couple positive things. Um, I do think the effects were pretty good, like some of the makeup effects. Yeah, for for given what it is, and then um, there were a couple of decent scares as well. And yes, it was it was somewhat funny throughout. I did think it was funnier like the first half than the second half, maybe because we hadn't got into the like horrific stuff yet. But and also. Uh, as you guys know, I watch everything for this show solo, and it might have <laughs> been better to watch this with a group or a crowd. Uh, yeah, big time. Definitely. If we just like hung out and like drank and like smoked a bowl or something and watched this, I feel like we would have been cackling together. At least, yeah, half star bump. No, no, full star bump. <laughs> full, full star, star bump. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. I guess I haven't really said, like, my general thoughts on the movie. Uh, I fucking loved it. If Like, Paris nailed it. Like, it's basically Evil Dead for, like, the Twitch and YouTube age, right? Like, the, the, the character design and, like, the, the, the pussy, like, gore effects and just, like, the grossness of it. Very reminiscent of Evil Dead for me. The sense of humor, like, it's very on the nose and committed to the bit and i do agree that it's funnier in the first half because the second half is kind of more geared towards the like the supernatural elements but i like talk about suspense like i found some of the scenes in the movie like genuinely creepy like i loved 
love, love, love the sequence where the woman is hanging at the top of the stairs and you see it in one of the cameras, but you don't see it like from his camera, you know? And oh, like yeah. Cuts you can back see it forth. in his tablet, but not, uh-huh. but he can't see it. So it's yep. not in his camera. Like that so was good. <laughs> so good. Like I, I actually really, that fucking scene where he's looking up, he's going around. Ooh, ooh. That was like every nightmare I've ever had. Like, ooh. <laughs> so fucking spooky. So good. Just like so many, like just, the execution of the film I thought was like really well done. Like I, See, I just, I could love, I could never take any of the scary stuff seriously just because of like the tone of the movie. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I was never like, I wasn't, I was never like shitting my pants or anything, but I mean, I, there were sequences that I thought were like unnerving, like it at least made me feel on edge a little bit. You know what I mean? Like even that is not something I got from Noroi. Like, I don't know. Uh, and any chance Matt can get, he's going to bring down <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is a double feature, you know. It's it's my point of comparison. Yeah, um, yeah. Now, what did you guys think of the main character? I thought he was pretty good. Like the act, like the actor. Like I, it was believable for me. I get that he's like supposed to be kind of insufferable, but I mean, I hated him. So I think he did a good job there. <laughs> right. <laughs> but did you find him grading? Cause I do know some people found it like hard yes. to watch. I, because I don't know hated. if that's clear enough. <laughs> he, what, uh, yeah. Grading is perfect. He, he's, his stupid little laugh, his, or scream, not his laugh, Jesus. His yeah. stupid little scream. His scream like, is pretty ah, annoying. Ah! Ah! <laughs> ah! Like, just shut the fuck up. I loved it. I mean, he's very annoying, but he's supposed to be annoying. Like He's supposed to be, but, so, like, good job on that. I think the actor did a good job. But, like, sometimes characters are so repulsively annoying that I like don't want to root for them I'm like just fucking die already Jesus well I think you're supposed to kind of actively root against him in a sense because even when he's like re- like there are several times where he's like all right fuck it I'm out I need to get out of here and every time he's like I gotta do it for the followers you know like I gotta if I'm gonna die like I gotta prove that you know I can do this like I'm not some kind of pussy like it was he, he's constantly like trying to do what a normal person would do and just re- fucking remove themselves from the situation. And he constantly finds himself like being pulled back in and it does stretch believability, but you know, whatever it's, it's the bit. <laughs> hey, if barbarian can get away with it, so can this movie. Oh, uh, da, da, da. Oh, Some of us Jesus. haven't seen Barbarian and skipped this that's spoiler, not a spoiler part. I didn't say anything. I'm just saying, uh, that's all I'm saying is no more combo about it. <laughs> you got to see that's Barbarian I'm uh, planning too. on it. it. It's on my list, but I haven't yet, so everyone shut up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's your pick next. Just saying. I'm not picking that. I, you got. You already know what I'm picking. Just because you're not happy with my pick. <laughs> Uh, hey real quick though did you guys know that the actor is the director well yes one of the co-directors yes i'm assuming him and his wife directed it based on the last names yes that is and it looks like this jabroni did a segment for vhs 99 oh that i did not know he's been working what is that vhs 99 it's the new installment in the vhs franchise Oh, I missed the other 98. Mm-hmm. Well, they're huge. Uh, yeah, I've missed a couple as well. <laughs> I've missed, I've, I've seen the first two, but Paris, that's like, you know, that's your aesthetic. Fucking VHS shitty found footage. It's really not. I actually don't like found footage in general. I don't know if we mentioned that. I, uh, <laughs> Or if I mentioned that at the top, I fucking hate found footage and I was really dreading this uh, episode. So pleasantly oh, surprised what? that I strongly liked and feel medium about, you know, these picks. Interesting. Okay. Well, VHS, the VHS movies, I've only seen the first two, but they're not good. But each of them, so they're like compilation films, like short films, basically, with like each one is, has a different director. Like an anthology? Or? Yeah, they're anthology films. And each one, at least of the first two, has like one really good movie, like short film, 
And then the rest are either okay or dog shit. But there's now four of them. Maybe even five of them. I don't even fucking know at this point. But yeah, there is a new, there's a new, new one. Came out like a month or two ago. I think, yeah, there's VHS 1, 2, Viral. And then 99. 94 right? and 99. Oh, right. Right, 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 right. Don't forget about 94. 94 right. was just last year. I'm pretty sure. 94, that was a great year. <laughs> was it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. I was six. <laughs> I was two. I definitely don't remember. <laughs> that is the year that's... No, never mind. I was going to say it's the year the Toy Story came out, but I think it's 95. Anyway, what the fuck are we talking about? Oh, Deadstream. Um, yeah, it was just ex- extremely my shit. I had so much fun watching this movie. And like, just when I thought it was kind of outwearing its welcome and I was like kind of starting to lose interest, like something crazy would happen and I would be right back in it. And I don't know. Like, I think... I think Paris nailed it with the Evil Dead comparison. I got big Evil Dead vibes. And, uh, yeah, I don't have too much more to say about it beyond that. Like, I thought it was, like, an interesting take. You know, like, we're pushing the genre, the genre being found footage horror, like, pushing it in places it hasn't been before. So, like, I like movies like Unfriended, like The Den. Like, I have enjoyed attempts at like modernizing it every couple of years and uh, i think this one does a really good job of doing exactly that totally. <laughs> well i guess i will ask i mean have you guys seen any of the movies that i'm talking about like the that try to like do like a you know like the technology uh, embracing the the iPhones and the webcams and the Skypes of the world. Like, have you guys seen those movies? There's been quite a few of them over the past decade. Specific to horror or just in general? I mean, I guess in general. It's usually horror that, or at least I think. I want to say it, Spree had a pretty big, like, online phone presence in it. Yeah, but that is horror, right? Nerve? Or did I say spree or did I say nerve? You said spree. Did you mean nerve? I meant nerve. Sorry. Mm, yeah. Nerve was good. Seriously. If you haven't seen it, check it out. I know some people like really? it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I was into it. Huh. Machine Gun Kelly's in it. <laughs> it's huge. Oh, both. oh gross. You just made me not want to watch <laughs> oh it. He's also in fucking <laughs> Bird Box, dude. You're not doing any favors. <laughs> <laughs> Bird not- Box? Isn't He's that what it's called? Bird Box? Yeah, he I is. I think so, isn't he? <laughs> My God. Yeah. I was already never going to watch that. Fuck. Oh, that movie is absolute ever. hot dog garbage. I fucking hated Bird Box. Woof. Loved all the people on Facebook saying that's such an amazing movie and check it out. Like everyone's fucking aunt was like, oh my God, everybody has to watch Bird Box on Netflix. It's huge. That movie is, but. um, All right. Well. What else? Anything else on Deadstream? I mean, if there's nothing to talk about, let's let's get along with our lives. But anything else you guys wanted to say about Deadstream? I think I'm good. Yeah, I have a final thought, and it's mm. less of a final thought and more of a final thing that I'm putting out to the two of you. I really mm. don't feel like either of you led me strongly in either direction, like whether I should like this movie more or less. Sorry about like, that. <laughs> Can you? Well, no, I'm just like asking, like, do you think you could give like 1.4 against just real quick that could help me make my decision? Um, I mean, I went into it with not, you know, little expectations because I haven't really heard much about the movie. I just knew it was, you know, like a live stream found footage horror movie. And I don't know, as just like a fun popcorn movie. It's one of the best movies I've seen the whole the whole year. Like it's short and sweet. It's like ninety minutes. You know, like this movie. Yeah, Deadstream. <laughs> the whole well, year. This might be an uh, actually an against position. Oh, this is currently in my top ten for the year. Granted, it's been kind Matt. of a shit, kind of a uh, shit year. Please it's tell me this came out this year. Yeah. Oh, hey, this oh, came out gross. like a month ago. 
please just tell me Terrifier 2 is higher on your list. Oh, Terrifier 2 is currently my number two film of the year. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Deadstream, as I have it now, is at number 10 on my top 10. More so just because I think it's been kind of a shit year for movies, and there's a lot of stuff I still need uh, to catch up with. Yeah, it has <laughs> been a shit year for movies. <laughs> Some stuff I really like. I mean, one of the greatest films oh. of all time did come out this year, but... For another yeah, year. yeah, yeah, yeah. Paris, you have to see Terrifier one and two. Cannot Does recommend them enough. Oh yeah, I've, no. I've only I've only heard good things, but I don't know. I kind of missed when it was in theaters. Like, well, I went into the first one with like very low expectations because I know the first one has its fans, but I feel like people are mostly down on it. So. I don't know, take that how you will. But um, I liked it for what it was and how like small and contained it was. But Terrifier 2 just like doubles down and is like better in every aspect and mm-hmm. it rocks. Oh yeah, big time. <laughs> big, Art the Clown big is time. a new favorite of mine. Okay, because yeah, I guess I'd really only heard about Terrifier 2. I kind of thought it might have been a joke, like there was no Terrifier 1. <laughs> oh god like thanks killing three <laughs> exactly yeah all right um i think y'all convinced me to bump myself up like a half star Fuck yeah, in there dude. we'll see I, I i think this will be one i'll have to rewatch with going into it thinking evil dead i think i'll like it more i do just need to say uh you being a self-proclaimed uh biggest fan of the show terrifier has been discussed on the show before so was it the big episode where you and travis just talked about the movies you've watched no i don't remember well terrifier 2 we just talked about on whatever episode no but terrifier 1 i saw terrifier 1 a couple years ago I don't, I don't remember, I don't remember every you talking single about movie you've ever watched, Matt. Especially if it wasn't a featured review. Are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? Uh, to be I'm fair, I'm the biggest fan of the show, but I'm not a fucking nerd. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Travis was there, and he says he doesn't remember either. So I guess exactly. Yeah. Who fucking cares, dude? Get over it. <laughs> well, funny enough, Travis actually likes Terrifier one more than I do. Um, cause I was not, yeah. I, I liked Terrifier, but I didn't love it. Terrifier 2 though is huge. Part of it was probably my expectations though. I had to, you know, do a little course correcting for everyone. Sure. <laughs> Some people are too low on it. Just, you know, watch it for what it is. Enjoy it for what it is. And fuck off. Not every movie needs a plot, all right? We just need some good kills, cool character. <laughs> That's true. Not every movie needs Is a this, plot. Are you talking about Deadstream now? Or, uh, <laughs> no, I'm talking about Terrifier. Oh, oh okay, okay. The Deadstream plot is all Very plot. Are you interesting. fucking kidding me? Deadstream is, is basically just plot. You know me, man. What? There's the no less plot, development. Like, the better. Some stuff happens, but it's just plot, plot, plot. Thing. It's way through life. It's scares and uh special effects and gore and humor three of those things are the same what th- what what three <laughs> scares special effects and gore are the same fucking thing matt i'm sorry like no not the same on. thing we you can have special effects on. without gore we need to move on all right move on all right fine what uh. are we giving star ratings four and a half i fucking loved it fuck you guys Glad you loved it, Matt. Uh, I will give it a 2.5. Oh. Whoa, really? Should you have given me more points of why it sucked? What? I, 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 I said at the top that I didn't really care for it. <laughs> I know, but I feel like you didn't say enough negative I'm on the fence, all right? Matt I'm, was uh, too strong. I'm on the fence. I'm. Uh, that's why I'm going right down the middle, two and a half. Maybe if I rewatch this down the road with... Some uh, people who are into this shit um, might go up. Okay. Well, I was uh, debating between a three and a three and a half. Went up to a three and a half because Matt pled his case and Travis didn't. So I'm easily swayed. (laughs) Fine by me. (laughs) Hell yeah. Huge. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. Paris, it is your turn next to pick the double feature. Why don't you let the listeners know uh, what we're going to be watching? 
Sure thing, Matt. So I'd like to start off by saying, um, unlike Matt, I didn't start with a theme. I started with some movies that I wanted to see and then found some ones that fit together. How is that better? <laughs> Way better because what, what kind of Travis case are accused, you making? Travis accuses me and you of finding a theme and then just of picking a theme and then just finding random ass movies that fit in with it. And that's I, I feel like maybe that's what you do, but that's no, definitely not what I do. And I'm no. separating myself from you. No, what officially you, and in recording. No, no, no. What you really do is you. There's one particular movie you want to watch. You make up a theme and then find some other movie that pairs with the one you really want to watch. And then that's an episode that's of the not Digest. True. That, that sounds accurate. Not for, true. That's for me. You no, guys. I'm talking about yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, my yeah. method. Okay. Okay. You said you. That, that's not me. That's you. You, the general you. You people. So you. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, Naroy's been on Matt's radio. list for like 15 years. And right. I had never even heard of the piece of so shit. He so he fucking says. That sounds like no, bullshit. I, be- I believe him, yo. <laughs> The Listen, other I, one just came out a month ago, okay? So right, like, that's not, the one, that's the one I, that I was like, okay, well, here we go. Perfect <laughs> opportunity to do a found footage oh bullshit thing. I have a, such a long list of themes, you guys, like, cannot. I'm just going through, like, just you wait. Anyway. <clears throat> so, um, my theme is time is just infinite horror. The movies are Happy Death Day and 645. Uh, you should be able to watch Happy Death Day free on Tubi and 645 free on Hulu with live TV. If you don't have any of those things because you're a regular human that doesn't suck, um, you can rent them both on Prime. So I do need to say real quick that I actually am familiar with 645. The reason being is that it was some sort of like amc exclusive or like maybe even like a fathom event it was one of those movies that was like a one night only movie and i saw the trailer about seven times and my impression (laughs) was boy i can't wait until i don't have to see this trailer anymore and that (laughs) is uh (laughs) my relationship with this film so can i tell you how i know about it sure I heard about it from my favorite uh, horror movie creator on TikTok. Who I always forget his name, but I looked it up this time. It's at Haunting Season on TikTok. We Credit need to, to him. This person up. Yeah, I'm gonna have to uh, vet, this, vet this guy. <laughs> He's great. And anyway, and he, he lists a lot of. Anyway, he lists. <laughs> Fucking hate you guys. I cannot. Um... <laughs> He lists a lot of, like, he, or he talks about a lot of, like, much, much smaller movies that I've never heard of. And I really... <laughs> Is he for real? <laughs> what did you do? Oh, my God! I'm trying to search him on TikTok, and the first thing that comes up when I search haunted is haunted cream house. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but I need to know more. The haunted creep house that Jack built. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, I don't know what the haunted cream house is, but oh, it apparently is a trend or something on TikTok. Right now. Oh boy. Oh, sorry. Anyway, sorry Can to derail. You cut that out? Uh, we'll no. see. Uh, no, just the part where I cough directly into the microphone. Jesus. Oh boy. Sorry. Didn't mean to derail um, you there. Anyway, I just got distracted. Fuck. I'm literally crying. That's so you're you're far away gasping laugh. Fucking idiot. Um anyway, it's not haunted season, it's haunting season. Oh damn. So if that's well, helpful. Thank God for that. I heard, I heard you it. correctly, Paris. Yeah, thanks, Travis. <laughs> That should have been the um, name of this show. Forget the digest. Haunted Cream House. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pivoting from this point forward. <laughs> Huge. <laughs> Get ready for the rebrand. <laughs> now whose turn is it to cackle away from the microphone? <laughs> oh my god. Stop. I gotta go on mute. <laughs> 
Oh man, what a great ending to the oh show! Oh my god! And to top it all off, Morrissey is—I don't know if you can hear it on the microphone—but he's just scratching a box directly behind. I, me. I can't. <laughs> god, <laughs> fucking cat! All right, so next episode is going to be Happy Death Day and six forty-five. So check her out. Did she tell us? Oh yeah, haunting season. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't remember where I don't know that she was finished going. that thought, but. Yeah, so all I was going to say is he often talks about um, horror movies that I uh, haven't heard of or are smaller and, you know, would want to watch. And so a lot of his stuff is I've added. I I think I mentioned a couple times like, oh, I found it from this guy on TikTok. It's always him. It's always haunting season. Interesting. Okay. Well, I'm going to be immediately checking out this guy's feed to see if he's legit or not. Um, oh okay. my god. <laughs> anyway, 645 and happy death day. That's going to be the next episode. Should be huge. So if you want to follow along with the podcast, try to get those two watches in in approximately the next two weeks, and then we will uh, talk about it. Uh, shout out to Kurt for producing the theme music for this podcast. Thank you, Kurt. That's going to do it for this week's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Stay spooky. Stay scared. And stay slammed.